Welcome to the Release Women Podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Janae. What's up, what's up, y'all? Welcome to a brand new episode of Release Women. Y'all, it is June 1st, so happy, happy June. Um, first of all, let me just start off by saying that as a black woman, a black woman in America, um, this past week was really, really rough. Um, the month of May was a very, very rough month. Um, very rough month. So just know that my heart is going out to the rest of my black sisters, um, my black brothers. Um, and if you are not black and you listen to this podcast, I pray that you will do what you have to do to make a change and stand up for your sisters and brothers who don't look like you. Um, but ladies, unplug if you have to. Like I've been decreasing my social media time because it's a lot being shown on all social media outlets. Everybody has an opinion. Um, everybody has a, a suggestion on what we should do, what we shouldn't do, how we should do it, when we should do it. And it just can become overwhelming. Um, so just know that you have to do whatever you have to do so that your mental is right. Like, I understand, like, unplugging won't change the fact that this these awful things are happening to black men and black women. Um, but if you have to unplug so that mentally you stay sane, um, so that you can be the change that you hope to see in your communities and in this world, then, then do that. Um, my lesson of the week is, and some people may disagree with me, um, but I asked God, I've been asking God the, the, like these past few weeks, like, God, what are you doing? Especially within the past few days, I have been telling God, like, God, what are you doing? Um, and God, like your children are tired. Your black children are tired. Um, and what I will say is that God keeps reminding me of a scripture that I read in the Bible and I don't mean to offend anyone, but I'm reminded that it talks about God's chosen people and how they will have to endure um, these awful things because we are the chosen people. So you can take that and apply it how you want to. Um, but God keeps reminding me that his chosen people will have to be persecuted. His chosen people will ha- have to go through things that other people don't tend to go through. So I'm going to just throw that out. He also revealed to me that he is literally tearing down idols. Um, if you are on Twitter or Instagram, you know that the culture has been trying to cancel Desi and cancel B. Simone. Um and a lot of people are upset because they have not really been speaking out about um, what's been going on in regards to the black community. And what they did say, and I'm going to basically uh, sum it up, is that um, basically you need to be protest. Like, this is what protesting looks like, and this is what looting looks like. And B. Simone even took it as far as saying, like, I'm a woman of God, and basically I have to do things a certain way. Okay. So basically, you know, the culture is canceling them. Um, And God showed me in that moment that he is literally tearing down our idols, y'all. So many of us look up to these people. We put so much emphasis on these people, whether it's Drake, Rihanna, Beyonce, Jay-Z, whoever your person is, Michael Jordan, um, B. Simone, Desi, whoever your person is. A lot of times we put them in this this 
on this pedestal that they honestly don't need to be on. Yes, they entertain us, but they're humans just like us. And God has been revealing to us that these humans, they make mistakes. These humans will let us down and that he's the only solid thing and solid person in our lives. And so idols are being torn down. Even thinking back to when COVID first started and they shut down the nail salons, they shut down the hair salons, all these things we put value in. Even our jobs were shut down. All these things we put our value in, we put our our time and our attention and our our focus on God had to show us that these things are not solid these people are not solid but what is solid all right what is solid is the word of God because God's word has already shown these things as happening before right so the lesson of the week for me and you can take it or you can leave it is that God during this time he is tearing down idols and that the things the horrible things of the world are going to be exposed even more. Um, and I just pray that y'all remain hopeful. My heart breaks because I'm, I told God, I said, God, my heart breaks. Yes, for the people who are losing their lives and the people who are losing loved ones, whether it's to police brutality or to COVID-19 or any other illnesses or diseases. Um, but God, there are children of yours who are beginning to turn their backs on you God because it feels like if I pray to the universe things happen a little quicker than me praying to Jesus Christ right there are people who are turning their attention to other things other than God and turn their hearts away from God because what's been their praying hasn't been working the doors hasn't been opening things don't seem to be changing and my heart breaks for those people who are giving up on God but I'm here to tell you I'm here to tell you that what the enemy meant for evil, God will use it for his good and for our glory. And I really don't have the right words to say to ease the pain of my black brothers and my black sisters. But just know, like, I'm hurting with you. I'm praying with all of us or praying for all of us, I should say. Um, And that there is a change coming. I don't know when it's coming, but... There is a change coming and that idols are being torn down. Um, Idols are being torn down. Idols are being torn down. But I'm going to get off of that because that's not what today's episode is about. Um, As you can tell, the title of this is You're Not Issa, Sis. Let me tell you, you're not Issa. And and bro-man is not Lawrence, okay? And so if you don't know what I'm talking about, then you really need to catch up on... um, yesterday's episode of insecure yesterday's episode of insecure was really 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 good um it was i felt like it was well written um it was really good like it was just real life and um but all of a sudden what dropped in my spirit was hmm first of all let me let me rewind because i'm skipping over some stuff so if you did not watch insecure yesterday or if you have watched it, let me just give the people a little update on Insecure. So basically, Issa and Lawrence, they basically got up and kind of got the, I feel like they got the closure that they both needed. They talked about what went wrong in their past relationship. Um, and yes, they ended up having sex. Um, but I feel like they got the closure that they needed. Now, some people have been tweeting like, oh, they're going to get back together. And some people like me feel like, I'm glad they got their closure, but they just need to keep it pushing. Like, I feel like they served the purposes in each other's lives, and there's no reason to open that door back up. You get what I'm saying? That's how I feel as an Insecure fan. Um, But anyway, after that episode, I 
and even as uh, after that episode, y'all, I started thinking about my exes. Like, hmm, I wonder how it would be if I was to sit down today with either one of my exes. Like, how would that conversation go? What would it look like? What would I want to say? What would I want to hear from them, right? And I had to remind myself, sis, you're not Issa and they're not Lawrence. And I know that there are other women who watched yesterday's episode and started to get in their feelings and started reminiscing about their exes, right? And I had to put a post on Facebook and Twitter and say, sis, you're not Issa. He is not Lawrence. Leave them on block and continue on with your life, right? And so today, I just want to talk about the importance of not looking backwards because this this season is very much um, a season that if we're not careful, our emotions will make us want to go back to what is comfortable. If we're not careful, our emotions will make us want to go back. Not only our emotions, but our loneliness, right? Our emotions plus our loneliness will cause us to want to go and look at things that we should have left in the past, right? Everything in your past is not bad, but everything in your past is not always necessarily needed for your present or where God is taking you. You get what I'm saying? And so today, I just want to talk about the importance of not going backwards. Um, and it also, it happened before... Um, watching insecure but i feel like watching the insecure episode basically um confirmed that i needed to talk about this so earlier this week like every day well not early this week because it's only monday but er last week y'all i kept feeling like oh my goodness i really want my feet rubbed like i just been netflixing and chilling by myself like minding my business you know what i'm saying trying to just be one with myself and every day last week the idea in my mind dropped, like, I really want my feet rubbed. Like, I really, really want my feet rubbed, y'all. Like, I love getting my feet rubbed. Like, I tore up my list. I listened to Pastor Michael Todd last week or the other week, and I tore up my list. Um, but I really want my feet rubbed. Like, I enjoy getting my feet rubbed, right? That's one reason why I love going to get pedicures, because I love getting my feet rubbed. Anyway, last week, as I keep thinking about getting my feet rubbed, it made me start thinking about... It made me start thinking about the last guy that I was involved with because he would always, always rub my feet. And y'all, I would find myself thinking about him for at least a good 20 minutes. Like, should I text him? Should I take him off the block list? Should I, did, did I, did I prematurely like cut him off like this? Like that, like all these ideas just started like running through my mind. All these thoughts I should say kept running through my mind all because I wanted my feet rubbed, okay? And so I'm going to talk about the things that I took away from God kind of like dealing with me um, about pinpointing the root of me actually missing somebody. Because it, let me let me just pause. So um, Genesis 19 verses 21 through 22 and 26 says this. So I'm reading Genesis chapter 19 verses 21 through 22, and also verse 26. It says this, All right, the angel said, I will grant your request. I will not destroy the little village, but hurry, escape to it, for I can do nothing until you arrive there. This explains why that village was known as Zor, which means little place. Then jumping down to 26, it says, But Lot's wife looked back, as she was following behind him, and she turned into a pillar of salt. 
I'm going to go back to verse 22 because that really blessed me. But hurry, escape to it, for I can do nothing until you arrive there. Then I'm going to turn over to Exodus chapter 14, verses 10 through 12. It says, as Pharaoh approached, the people of Israel looked up and panicked when they saw the Egyptians overtaking them. They cried out to the Lord and they said to Moses, why did you bring us out here to die in the wilderness? Weren't there enough grace for us in Egypt? What have you done to us? Why did you make us leave Egypt? Didn't we tell you this would happen while we were still in Egypt? We said, leave us alone. Let us be slaves to the Egyptians. It is better to be a slave in Egypt than a corpse in the wilderness. And y'all literally beside that, that verse, I have, wow. I wrote wow beside it. I'm going to read it one more time. It's better to be a slave in Egypt than a corpse in the wilderness. So my first point is this. It's never really the person you miss. It's usually the experience. So I said earlier, like, I really just wanted my feet rubbed. And because I wanted my feet rubbed, both of my feet, I wanted them rubbed down handy, okay? I wanted them rubbed while I was watching TV. And because I wanted my feet rubbed, that, in, that made me think about the person who used to rub my feet. Now, was he good for me? No. Was he a bad person? No, but he just wasn't what I needed, right? We wasn't on the same page. We just, we had one thing in common. Y'all know what that one thing was. But outside of that, like, um, we didn't really have nothing in common. You get what I'm saying? So, it wasn't that I was really missing him. It was that I was missing the experience. Because, honestly, if another guy was talking to rubbed feet, then I was probably thinking about him, too. But he he, he don't like rubbing feet. So, the point is, it's usually not the person that you actually miss. It's the experience. But because you're dwelling on the experience, because you miss the experience what y'all used to do, your emotions will make you think that you really miss somebody when you really don't. Number two, you can't look forward and backward at the same time. Lot's wife was following him, but she stopped and she looked back, which made her turn to salt. You cannot look forward and look backward at the same time. You can't do it. And you can't, it's, it's really hard to keep moving forward when you're constantly looking back. Do it. Like stand up and walk forward and try to look back. It's very uncomfortable. So I'm here to tell you, either going to look forward and go for what God told you he has for you, or you can stay stuck and go backwards to what's comfortable. A lot of times we want to go backward because it's comfortable. Yeah, I'm going to go back to so-and-so because I know what he I know he ain't worth nothing, but I'd rather know his ain't worth nothing versus waiting on God to bring me somebody else and possibly meet somebody else who ain't worth nothing, if that makes sense. You get what I'm saying? Like, it's easier to look backwards. I say this all the time. Even when I was doing Dear Sister, it's easy to settle. It's so much easier to settle than it is to wait on God. Straight up. It's so much easier to just call somebody over here to rub my feet versus waiting for God to send me my husband. So am I willing to risk like the chances of God perfecting me for my husband just because I want my feet rubbed? Am I serious? So you cannot look forward and you cannot look backward at the same time. Number three, and I got number three because of um, what we just read in Exodus, right? When it says it's better to be a slave in Egypt than a corpse in the wilderness. It's better to be a slave than a corpse uh, in the wilderness. 
The past always seems better when the journey to the unknown gets uncomfortable. Let me read that again. The past will always, always seem better when the journey to the unknown gets uncomfortable. They said it in the word. It's better to be a slave in Egypt than a course in the wilderness. These Israelites, although Moses was leading them to the promised land, they were getting tired. They were getting tired of the uncomfortableness of the wilderness. So many of us get so uncomfortable during this time of waiting, whether you're waiting for a new job, whether you're waiting for um, your man or whatever, like that waiting seasons, a lot of times it gets uncomfortable, but I've told y'all, it's not about what you're waiting for. A lot of times, and most importantly, it's about how you're waiting. Character is produced in the waiting season. You're, you value what you're waiting for more when you get it because of your waiting season. You get what I'm saying? So that waiting season, quote unquote, that AKA the wilderness it's always going to cause uncomfort, if that makes sense. And your past will always seem better than your future when that road to your future gets uncomfortable, right? So, for example, God, you told me to break up with him, right? And here I am four years later still single. And this is just an example. Here I am four years later still single, God. Um, what you doing? And because you're getting uncomfortable, because God isn't moving on your time, you start to think, like, should I have broken up to him with him? Like, you start to second guess your decision. But the past will always seem better. When you're hungry, listen. Oh, child, listen. When you hungry, hungry, for real, for real, them leftovers in the refrigerator that you said you wasn't going to eat, them things start to look good around 12 o'clock at night. When you really hungry, but you don't feel like cooking nothing new, right? Are you too lazy to cook something new? Them leftovers, leftovers in the refrigerator always seem more desirable, I should say, when you hungry. Number four, we all want something. We all want something. But don't allow your emotions to make you settle for anything. We all want something. As women... We all want something. I don't know what your something is, but don't allow uh, your emotions. Don't allow what's going on in the world, the uncertainty of what's going on in the world, the sadness, the darkness. Don't allow those things of the world make you settle for just any and everything. Number five, when you don't know what God, disclaimer, I got this from Bishop Jake, y'all. Bishop Jakes, uh, he preached a message called uh, Paradigms, and let me see, it's called Paradigms and Paralysis. And y'all, when I tell you he stood on every last one of my toes, honey, he stood on every last one of my toes. And so I got this from him. He said, when you don't know what God has for you, you'll settle for something when you could have had everything. When you don't know what God has for you, you'll settle for something when you could have had everything. The problem with a lot of us is we want God to give us the details. So God tells us to leave our past in the past, right? And to trust him on this journey to where he's taking us, right? 
And so it's like, okay, God, I trust you to tell me to leave him or leave my past, whatever the, your past represents. But I need details on what I'm walking towards, right? Because if I know what I'm walking towards, that's going to give me the, the strength to keep going. That's going to give me the persistence to keep going, right? That's going to give me the desire to keep going. But then when God doesn't give us the details or what he told us was ahead, it doesn't seem as close to it as we want it to be. We start to settle. So like Bishop Jake said, we really want, we want love, but we'll settle for just attention, right? We want a relationship, but we'll just settle for attention, right? We want a lot, but we'll settle for just a little to say we got something. So when you don't know what God has for you, you'll settle for something when you could have had everything. But I'm here to tell you and I'm here to tell myself, God doesn't have to give us the details. But we should trust his character and we should trust his heart enough to know that anytime God tells us to leave something in the past because he has a better future for us, we can take him for his word. God is a God of multiplication. So best believe anything that you let go of and that you're obedient that you obediently let go of, God is going to bless you with something bigger and greater. He's going to multiply that thing. Number six, desperation will make you settle for anything. Y'all, if I was not careful, you know, I've been getting better at self-talk. The same way I talk to y'all, I have to talk to myself and be real with myself. Y'all, last week when I kept thinking about my, my, I wanted my feet rubbed so bad. I just wanted both. I just wanted my feet to be loved on. Okay, if I was not careful, and if I had not grown up in that area, if this was a few months ago, honey, I would have nicely been a future. Okay, would have been like future. It's in the text, oh boy, like what you doing? Like you, you want to come quarantine? You know what I'm saying, my black man? You want me to love on you this weekend or this week? What? Just so you can rub my feet? You know what I'm saying? If I was not careful. I would have invited him over. First of all, I would have unblocked him, invited him over. He would have rubbed my feet. That probably would have led to something else that it didn't need to lead on lead to. And then I would have just felt like a failure, if I'm completely honest. That would have been desperation. Desperation will make you settle for anything, ladies. Number seven, don't allow fear to keep you stuck. A lot of times we go back to our past. We go, we hold on to our past because we are afraid. One, to let go. We're afraid that what there may not be anything better, if that makes sense. Um, so don't allow fear to keep you stuck. Don't allow fear to keep you stuck. I haven't been in a lot of relationships, but what I can tell you um, is that Every relationship gets better. Every man that I come into contact, even when I'm just dating, every man is always, he has a lot more to offer than the one before. And I just look at it as preparation for God perfecting me for the man that he really does have for me, right? But don't allow fear to keep you stuck. And number eight, my last and final point, is you need to remember that you deserve the best. You are worthy of constant communication you are worthy of consistency since you are worthy of somebody that pursues you and pursues you correctly you are worthy to be respected you are worthy to be um cared for you're worthy to be to be treated like the queen that you are 
in spite of your mistakes, in spite of your past, um, in spite of your poor decisions, you deserve the best. Not because of anything that you probably did, but because you are a daughter of a king. You are royalty. And anybody that treats you like you're a peasant, sis, you need to leave them in the past or you need to cut them off now. And this is no shade, excuse me, this is no shade towards Issa and Lawrence. I know those are both fictional characters, but I just remember yesterday when I was watching that episode, when for a second, I started to second guess, because I've been single for a minute, you know, I started to second guess like, hmm, like, did I make the right decision with my past relationships? Like, and I just started to play, like, conversations in my head. You get what I'm saying? Um, and then I thought about some of my other sisters who I know are, like, fresh out of relationships who are still in a sensitive area. And last night's episode could definitely have made them be like, oh, my goodness, let me let me take a page out of Issa's book and get up with my ex. But, sis, he ain't Lawrence. And I know ain't, y'all like to say ain't, ain't, you know. Y'all, y'all probably don't like to use the word ain't. But ain't. He ain't Lawrence, sis, and you ain't Issa. And everything in your past is not necessary for your present or your future. Some things could possibly be, but not everything. Not only that, just because you forgive someone doesn't mean that you have to reconnect with them. Um, I found it. I loved how mature they both were. And then they were able to be vulnerable. Because ladies, let's be honest. You probably got out of a relationship and you often ask yourself like, what did I do wrong? What did I do wrong? You get what I'm saying? Issa thought one thing when it really was another thing. But they failed to have that communication when they were actually together. But yesterday they got the closure that they needed. And so sis, I just want to remind you that you ain't Issa and he ain't Lauren. <laughs> and that everything... Every, like, you just, I don't know. I don't know. But I'm going to read back through these. One, it's never really the person. And I can't say never. A lot of times, sometimes, depends on the the, the case, case by case. Um, it's not really the person that you miss. It's just the experience. But if you're not careful, your emotions will make you think that you're missing somebody that you're really not missing. So, for example... Like, and this is just an example, okay? Because this is good, but I'm just saying. Like, oh my goodness, I'm, I'm, I've been by myself. Like, I've been alone for, like, the past three weeks. Like, nobody ain't been coming over here. Um, I think I miss so-and-so. Sis, no, you don't. You just tired of being, a, you just want some company. You don't miss him. Invite a friend over. Invite one of your girlfriends over. Go visit your parents or something. It's not that you really miss him. You just probably just want some company, sis. Uh, you probably just need a good nap. Number two, you can't look forward and backward at the same time. Unless it's to bring somebody forward with you, sis. There's no need to look backwards and forward at the same time. Number three, the past will always, it will always seem better when the journey to the unknown gets uncomfortable. That journey between where you've been and where you're going, it gets uncomfortable a lot of times, Right? And the past will always look more desirable because it's your it's your comfort zone. It will always look better. It will always look easier when the in-between time gets a little rough. But sis, you got it. Just keep going. 
just keep going. Four, we all want something, but don't allow your emotions to make you settle for anything. Number five, when you don't know what God has for you, you'll settle for something when you could have had everything. That's from Bishop T.D. Jakes. And number six, desperation will make you settle for anything. Number seven, don't allow fear to keep you stuck. And number eight, remember that you deserve the best. Y'all, I know that these past few weeks and last month was just a lot. Emotionally, it was a lot. It was a lot to take on as a woman, as a black person. It was a lot to take on. But don't allow your emotions don't allow what's going on right now the uncertainty of right now like i said earlier the darkness of right now don't allow right now to make you um go backwards because you've been making a lot of progress sis you've been making a lot of progress so give yourself credit don't allow your emotions to trip you up and make you go backwards now this is another disclaimer i'm not saying that everybody ex is don't deserve a second chance. I'm not saying that. Because some people do eventually get back with their exes and they end up having a beautiful love life. Okay? That's not what I'm saying. But y'all know. Y'all know the people. Y'all know those those exes are those those old situationships that that guy was not good for you. Right? And you just need to leave him where he at. Because he's not, he's not yours. And another thing is, one thing I've learned is a lot of times we get to experience people so that we can learn lessons and so that we can grow. Not so they can be in our lives forever. I learned so much from both of my, well, I've learned so much from my exes and from my the guys that I've been involved with. I've learned so much from them. And I thank each and every one of them for those lessons, right? That don't mean that they need to go into my future nor does that mean that they need to be in my present leave the person take the lessons okay <laughs> chew the meat and spit out the bones all right so remember sis you're not Issa, and don't let these times get you in your feelings that make you feel like you need to go backwards keep holding on keep pressing forward 2020 is not over just yet. It is not over. So hang in there. Um, I love y'all. I'm praying with you. I'm praying for you. The word says to forget those things. Um, Forget those things in the past. Forget those former things. Because God is doing a new thing. You may not can't see it with your, your, your natural eyes, but you can see it with your... Try to see with your spiritual eyes. I pray that you can see things your spiritual eyes with your spiritual spiritual eyes. Excuse me, y'all. My tongue. I'm getting tongue tied today, honey. Um, cause God is still doing a, a new thing. Um, so yeah, I love y'all. I'm praying with you. I'm praying for you, and I also pray that whatever season you may find yourself in, that you will find the beauty in it. And that you will find something that God is doing in that season. Whatever season you're in, God is doing something. And I pray that you have the spiritual lenses to see what God is doing. So again, I hope y'all have an awesome day, an awesome week. I love y'all. I'm praying with you. I'm praying for you. Don't forget to follow Release Women on Instagram. Um, So yeah, I'll talk to y'all later.